just for me Only one what I'm doing Every day in the studio Every day in the studio Every day no fully shit In the streets with the ease on In the streets with the hoodie up Play No Games ah. He's laughing at me because he he knows. Hey, hey, hey! In a past life, I was an R&B sensation. But anywho, it's the Play No Games podcast slash show, and um, you got your. I'm here today. It is Robert, the real life hitch, and let me tell y'all, it's been a long fucking day. But you know what makes my day go smooth is when I got cool brothers on the show, and I got. A lurking legend on the show today, and he's taking the West Coast, the world, by storm. <laughs> we got <Don't> pause. <laughs> whoa, whoa, whoa! Not even pause. You? No, I you... said the dramatic pause. You oh, dramatic there. pause. Oh, 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 oh! But anyway, anyway, anyway. <laughs> I, my bad, my bad. We got <clears throat> Swago today on the show, and um. This brother's got some things he wants to drop. Um, he's got some things he wants to tell us. But before we get into that and we hear, you know, this lurking legend and that lives in our city, um, you know what y'all haven't done? Fucking hit that subscribe button. You all know why? Because I ain't got enough subscribers. It's I've been I've had lawyers, R and B sensations, um, people from Nike. It, and we still don't got 50 followers. Ain't that a damn shame? Oh, hold on. That's that's kind of trifling. It's that's trifling. Kinda, that, but, ain't, that ain't cool. And I'm just, okay, I'm just adding on to YouTube. I'm just on, I'm just adding on to yeah. YouTube. But, you know, Spotify a little different. Apple Music a little different. You know, I'm saying together we got maybe like 200 people in the same, the same belief. But anyways, you know, let's, let's bring the likes up. Let's bring the subscribes up. Because what we're talking about is stuff that's going to be timeless. And when I say timeless, it's because, yo, we're trying to help people be better, the better versions of themselves when it comes to relationships, when it comes to careers, when it comes to being overall great human beings. So if you haven't hit that subscribe button, you can find me at lookhere.fir on Instagram or Play No Games Podcast on YouTube, Spotify, Apple Music, we there. Also, we own the anchor. So without further ado, we got the lurking legend, Mr. Swago on the show today. What it do? What it do, my people? How you doing, man? Man, you know, I'm a little tired. I feel but, that. But, but I get up for people like you because I like legitimately. Besides us, obviously, it's not nepotism. You know, we friends. You know what I'm saying? But besides that, besides that, I really believe in your music, and I literally just posted on my IG about. Um, an RB artist and I was like sad boys, sad boys hour. And like I really love R and B. And it was just like it's just like astounding to like see your worth ethic of you getting there and get more people getting to see what you can do. So yo, like <laughs> so, so anyway, because I think I I think cause I just had a brain fart. I'm not even gonna lie. I was I was like, hmm. Where was I? I was like, you going? Are you? I was like, okay. I was like, oh, where this going? But okay, now I know. Okay, now okay. I know where I was going. With this so it's just kind of like I'm just glad that you're stopping in today to you know catch us up on the process of what it takes to be an artist in the city, growing, blowing up. What have you been up to? Honestly, I've just been up to basically. You know, taking control of all the blessings that I feel like God has been putting in my life and just, you know, trying to be a blessing to other people with my platform, you know, that I see is just steady growing. You know, if you, you know, I try to move off positivity, you know, I know I might not be like the most positive person in the world, you know, but I, at least I take strides to try and affect everybody's lives that, you know, I come around to positively. You know, I feel like that was a, you know, something that went hand in hand with my with my music. Yeah. I, I do happy, happy feel music, you know, party music, you know, and if I'm always trying to create a positive, fun environment, it kind of fits with my brand, you know, and, it, you know, and I, that's who I am. Fun. 
Okay, we got the fun guy, got Mr. Fun Guy, Mr. Fun, Mr. Guy. Fun guy. You, you got to laugh. <laughs> <laughs> what? That was pretty good. <laughs> that was low key. That was good though. Hey, I, <laughs> I don't even know what this. Yo, why you do the Kawhi laugh? Shout out to Kawhi. He healing. His knee hurting. Hey, that's why they lost. Yeah, they would have. They probably would have won the chip this year. If they they would have. Yeah, but I don't want to rabbit hole because I want to stay on track. So what's yeah, up, what's up? Fun, fun. When it comes to music, now, last time we had you on the show, we had you know you and your cousin. Like, there's some certain stuff I wanted to like kick to you, but seeing that I have you like one on one, I feel like this is the most more appropriate because you know your school meal difference between you know you know you know the rap side and R and B side. But I just want to ask you in this era. Of like when it comes to like making music, I know I asked you this before, but like I feel like like you were telling me if you know watch the tape because I watched the tape. Building a rap song and building an R&B song, whether it's a party or any type of song, is different. Could you like you know for a person for a person who is not tuned in and saw that you know previous episode, what is the process for you when it comes to making music? Um, I would say like when it comes to making music, like I feel like. There's a lot more intricacies that I do with uh, being a vocalist um, in terms of just like the overall production of my music. You know, um, even today with a, tr- a track I'm working on, there's 30 vocal tracks on it. You know, and that's the equivalent of like like a very extensive inter- instrumental versus like you know most uh, rap artists that I, I'm around in the studio. There's like two two three tracks. You know, they're only singing like straight through once. You know, what I'm saying there's a lot more pieces involved. Harmonies involved, stacks involved, and it's all delicate because it's like, as a for R and B, I feel like it's it's mainly it's less lyrics and more the feeling that you get from the song, you know. It's not really uh, lyric conscious, you know, but because I feel like if I feel like a rapper was saying the same thing as an R and B singer, it would sound like it wouldn't sound as good. It would sound <laughs> it would sound pretty corny, you know what I'm saying? Like the type of love song, like if you just try to say it in some poetry, you know what I'm saying? But like the melody that comes with the with the R and B is what kind of sells the feeling, you know. Oh, I love you, but then you now you sing it, yeah. And, and then the next thing you know, it's like, oh, maybe he really do because he's like, ah! <laughs> he's belting it. Yeah. <laughs> I love you. What was that? What was that? Nothing, babe. Okay, I, I, I heard something in there. You know what I'm <laughs> <laughs> No, no, no. Thank you for that. Yeah, and like I will just say, you know. I shouldn't, I'm trying to, you know, be, you know, make sure I'm being friendly. I was, no, yeah. gun to my head. If someone said I had to pick a genre to like listen to for the rest of my life, I would probably pick R&B. Yeah. I mean, you wouldn't be alone. I mean, I'm pretty sure like most, like anybody would probably say that like, okay, a genre I can listen to my whole life. But I feel like R&B, there's a lot of versatility to it, especially nowadays. So, mm-hmm. you know, like you can really find, you know, different Mainly just peace, honestly. It's just a peace of mind. You find peace of mind with R&B. Mm-mm. You can get more in tune with your feelings in R&B. Um, you, you have songs that can relate to you in terms of how you're feeling in R&B. You know, that's why Drake carried so much is because he's still saying quotable R&B lyrics, you know? And to a point where it's like, that happened to me. Or like, oh, I felt like that. Oh, my girl, she, oh, I mean, oh, blah, 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 blah. you know what I'm saying? So, <laughs> Very true. Don't mind me. I, I speak with my faith. <laughs> no, 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 no. Actually, I heard um, I heard some new music. We're gonna, we're gonna get back to that. We're gonna get back to that. I want to I want to I want to ask you a couple questions. Yeah. Quick topic. Quick topic. Now, I heard you you know bringing up Drake, and I heard you bring up these other people and things like that, and that kind of sparked me to think. In this world right now of like. Feelings and people being more understanding of mental health and like emotional intelligence. Have you heard of that before? Mm-hmm. Okay, bet, bet, bet. Um, and for people who don't know, emotional intelligence is like, you know, literally how in tune you are with your emotions from an intellectual level. Can you know within yourself and within others? So the reason why I bring that up is like, I sometimes struggle with how, how the world is currently right now, where mm-hmm. like, Let's just say this. When it comes to 
singing, you brought up emotions, right? Do you feel like it's easier for you to express your emotions and it be validated in a song rather you telling someone where you're like, you're like, hey, bro, like what you did to me, I didn't like that. Or, or if like you're making a track and like you're talking about pain and you just like, you show somebody a snippet. Do you feel like people are more inept to listen to your music and talking through your pain or are you just talking with like a close person like, oh, I feel like this? Um, I feel like there's there's releases in both. You know, I feel like there's emotional releases in both. I feel like, you know, I, I feel like, you know, being able to address your pain and put it down, you know, in a way that is creative and, you know, releasing that to, to the basically to the public mm-hmm. is a way is another way of a release. You know, it's not everybody's going to be like, oh, I already know what's going on with him. Uh, he's right. He's having problems with such and such. And who and who? People don't mm-hmm. know the story, you know. People won't even know who you're talking about, you know. So it's kind of like empty in that way versus, you know, actually dealing with the problem with the yeah. individual or, you yeah. know, speaking with someone that's close to you about said individual and getting advice. You know, those are, I feel like they're both healing processes in that sense. Mm-hmm. But I wouldn't kind of put one over the, over the other because I feel like they're very different in, like, how they help release, like, animosity or aggression or all that. Well, the reason why I kind of like brought that up and it kind of just spurred, spurred like my thought where I came across a meme not too long ago. I don't know if it's true or not. And it was of a, you know, the one a gender war, but it was like of a Twitter or I don't know if how you say it. I don't have a Twitter. And they were like, I think men are weird if they uh, express emotion, especially in R&B. And me and my guys in the group chat were like talking about that. And under it, it was like, you should be glad that there's R&B music because, you know, this keeps me, you know, I'm not going to say the other part, it keeps me sane, it keeps me from not, you know, punching on, punching yeah. people, things like I that. Mean. And like, we're just, and I just want to just, you know, talk to you from a person who just knows and understands emotions and, you know, being able to, to um, be a catch all for all people is kind of like, do you, and that's kind of, that's kind of like where it came from, where it's kind of like, do you even feel that, you know, you're able to express your emotions, you know, you know, without lyrics to them, because it's difficult nowadays, especially for, you know, us men, where it's kind of like, ah, so, so that's where that came from. And that's where I think, you know, I feel like that's where R&B music is, is that it's the only, I feel like, genre that you can really explain your feelings without lyrics, like, like, you really have just harmonies or just you can have runs going on over and over. You know, you've heard songs like that, and but you know how I do feel it. You know what I'm saying? Like, you think about The weekend, like, you think about his high runs and all of that. He's not saying words, you know. He's just, like, some on some of them. Like, I there are intros or, like, see, I listen to a lot of it, but, like, you know, there's, like, there's, like, certain parts where, like, you know, you don't have to hear lyrics and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. You know, and I feel like, you know, R&B is the only one that can get away with it because, you know, you kind of like fall in love with a person that's like running talent. You know, you, you, there's so many things involved. You know, I feel like that is just it helps like paint a picture that's beyond just like the lyrics itself that the person's singing. Because in terms of lyricism, you know, I wouldn't, there's not that many like R&B singers I would compare in terms of lyrics if like. Say a rapper made a, a, a heartbreak song, like the type of story that he would tell and the intricacies, you know, like mm-hmm. it's, it's crazy versus, you know, R&B. It would be more of, you might feel more from the R&B though. Mm-hmm. You get what I'm saying? So it's not, it's not really lyric conscious when it comes to feelings. Okay. I feel like, you know, when like you're looking for something to feel, then I feel like there's lyrics or maybe, I don't know, like you have to, you have to, you can like look for lyrics and stuff like that. You can look, you can look, but like, you know, um, no, 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 that's perfect. Yeah. It's I left it. I left this part like open ended because when I try to do interviews, I don't like to give people yes or no or like mm-hmm. you know the typical update like how you're doing because like granted we got some stuff in there for you when it comes when it comes to like you know what you're doing what you're up to but like I feel like I want people to see you in a different way in light or the way I see you when the camera is off because I feel like you know. I'm not going to sit here and be like, oh, I have all the answers and things like that. Where I, Like, I'm seeking and listening. You got to the answers, Sway. What? What? I'm coming for your job, Sway. <laughs> <laughs> and it's kind of like stuff like that where, like, I want, you know, 
people to truly get to know you because it's different from you, the artist, you, the son, you, the brother, you, the cousin, all that. Mm -hmm. And my thing is, that's what a lot of people understand. When you're trying to create and build a brand, if people just mess with you just from like, you know what? I mess with Rob because he's about cool, dope stuff. It's going to have people lean in to, you know, hear the words that I'm saying. And, and then actually, um, just going into just like, you know, word of mouth is the best, is the best business. And I'm just learning that even now. Like, you know, it's kind of like, Oh, Rob dope. Or, you know, so I go, he dope. I've always known that honestly, like I've always felt like word of mouth, especially in Portland is just like, it's one of the, it's one of the only means of, you know, spreading or like, you know, promotion, like Mm -hmm. in places like LA, you know, promotion runs it rather than word of mouth. Does anybody, you know, you can tell anybody anything they they won't believe you until you Mm -hmm. show them or until something's like, but in like places like Portland that are kind of like bubbling scenes, you know, if, if everybody agrees to a consensus, you know, it becomes a movement, Mm -hmm. you know, and with that, you know, that's really how people are able to move out here is is by creating that kind of word of mouth friction to where, you know, your, your network is your net worth. Yeah. So, one last thing. This snuck up on me. It snuck in. Top ten? No, not top ten. Oh, that's disgusting. I'm, that's a whole ten. Yo, that's a long. Yo, I was, I was gonna say I was drinking at work, but that's irresponsible. Hey man, uh, irresponsible. Where it at? <laughs> when he do that at? <laughs> I'm Denzel. That's the bottom. I'm Denzel on flight, but I'm not gonna say what I do right now, right now, because it's funny, but. <laughs> you see, see what I did there, but I don't do that. Anyway, um, I want your top five influential, and they don't just have to. They don't, and they don't even have to be singers, like or I guess they do. Anywho, never mind. You're, <laughs> I was, I was say gonna say it, influential people, but I was like, anywho, your top five singers, dead or alive, that have influenced you to sing. Michael Jackson, <laughs> Usher. You got it bad. Chris Brown, Trey Songs. I say yo, you don't know it. <laughs> you say a uh, oh, Trey song. Um, uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Your side of the bed. Oh God! I want you to know I was trying to remember that one. <laughs> Please, one more time. Please, one more time. Your side of the bed. Oh God! I was trying to remember those lyrics. Oh, God. And I was <laughs> <laughs> can help. Boy. <clears throat> oh, you know how he was in that "I Can't Help the Wait" video. Right no, you're so excited. <laughs> so we're making love. <laughs> no, Trey songs. The I would neighbors. say. I would say Trey songs for me. Honestly, Trey songs. Growing up, like I like I listened to all the other ones, but like Trey songs, like was kind of the one that I identified with as I was moving into the R and B lane. Really? You no, know, like I would feel like he was kind of like. Yeah, I'd say him, him and Usher were were those two. I really like Neo a lot. Heavily, heavy Neo fan. Have extremely heavy swego Neo. Like I'm pretty sure you're Nigerian. Like, like I'm heavy Neo fan. Won't do, but I can't help it. I love the way it feels. Yeah. It got me stuck between my fantasy. Sorry. And like me and him, we both have kind of nasally like pop singing voices. So I always identify with Neo as well. So I'd say those are my five. I'm gonna say this right now. Neo was, you know, my old favorite artist, and then you know, after the Red album, had to. I was like, yeah. I. What is your favorite Neo song? Man, see, like I, I don't want to sound basic, but don't I, sound man, basic. I'm, just, I'm sorry, I'm a so sick person. That's the that was the thing that kind of like brought, like you know, what I'm saying it. It was like. A mainstream feel song that you know for me as a kid growing up like i was like why is this you know this is a song that made me feel you ain't lying you feel me that's a, like like you know so that was whenever i think neil that's like you know that i start thinking of that oh shit don't, don't do that you walk like a boss oh oh whoa oh, we'll change it up for him <laughs> 
I, yo, I want, Neil, he got me through a lot, bro. I'm trying to say, bro. Like, I'm a, like, if I would ever, like, if God ever was able to sit me back to earth and he's like, you could pick a job, I'll probably be a therapist again, but I also will be an R&B artist because, like, yo, like, of course. Now, the reason why I'm bringing this up is because, let me tell you how impactful Neil was to my life. Now, <laughs> in middle school, this girl hurt me. Oh, God. Oh, God. I was fat. She hugged someone else, didn't she? No. She didn't invite me to her birthday party. Oh, that's see, that's easy. Yeah, and then I told her I was gonna change my weight for her. And then she laughed at me. <laughs> so, let me give you context. So you to the streets. <laughs> you don't belong to the streets because as guys, we gotta take rejection. I used MySpace and I wasn't in her top five. And then on her like little like survey thing, she's like she like got, she likes guys who are fit, and at that time I wasn't fit, and but we were like cool, we were cool though. And what had happened was, at lunch, you know, I went up to her, I was like, hey, you know, let me talk to you side. I talked to her, and I was like, hey, you know, I know we're really good friends, but I'm feeling something, you know, like you know, and I was like, let's do something about this, and she looked at me. Walked away, and as she was walking away, I like it was like to me like a neo music video. I was like, I grab, I was like, turn around, and she turned around, and I was like, I'm not gonna say her name. I was like, eh, I was like, I'll change my way for you if that makes it better. And she turned around, laughed at me, told the entire school I couldn't wait for eighth grade to be over with. Worst decision of my life. Villain origin story. Oh man, I hate <laughs> villain origin story. So you know, you know, I'm surprised I'm saying this and this will be live, but <laughs> this is this is Hey man, I've I've had my fair share. You know what I'm saying? See, and that's the thing is that now that I do R and B music, people think that I that I'm just a just a juggernaut. <laughs> I'm like, yo, I don't even I just be doing my thing. Like I don't even be at this point I don't trust trust women, I don't trust I just, I just be on my own. We gotta unpack this. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. You know who I am. We got to unpack this. But before we unpack I mean, that. Think about it. Think about it, man. You even go back to your thing. It's like, like, this is this is someone that you just said you're cool with, something like that. And then you dropped your whole feeling and they ruined basically your, your, your social life for no reason. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? They could have just been like, I'm not. She could have just been like, I'm not feeling that. But like, you know, they took advantage of the fact that they could just make you look and feel even weaker but it's like the few can never be on the other side of the foot on in that in that point and that's why i don't like you know what i'm saying so there's, there's so many like social limitations to like the black man that <laughs> it's, it's that, worse because we, she wasn't a black woman but yes continue huh? it's worse because she wasn't a black woman she was she wasn't that makes you know what i'm saying like she hurt me yeah but I would silently and and once again another nugget when we're on this show and I disagree with people and things like that. This is a prime example. We're here to bridge gaps and understand, mm-hmm. not to shoot down. Yeah, anyone who's ever listening. So I respectfully disagree, but I agree with what you're saying to a certain point. Where certain people's behaviors, there has to be some type of like, <clears throat> what do you call it? Um, People are triggered by the word consequence, but there's always, you know, cause and effect. Something happens. You do something, something's going to happen, right? Mm -hmm. Positive is life. Come on, people. Well, the reason why I say at that time, one, we're very emotionally immature. Yeah. At that time. And then two, yes, you could have did something differently. But at the end of the day, what I would tell anyone, even now, if I had a son, obviously, for chits and giggles, I'm be like, yeah, we got, we got, we got to do something. But at the end of the day, I would definitely want to teach on my son one, how you get rejected. Is no matter what, you got to take the high road because at the end of the day, that makes you more stronger. And why I mean stronger is being like, all right, the worst this person can say is no, or spread a rumor, or you know, say something. But at the end of the day, is it wrong to ever love someone? Is it wrong to be infatuated or or have a crush on someone? So the sheer fact that someone wants to use that as a comedy bit to get over on you, let's should let other people know this is a company you keep. 
So my only thing is that I would just say is for the whole women thing and things like that. And I just want to kick it back to you and you, and we, we don't go at this, right? I think we shouldn't judge a gender or just people in general, right? Off of behaviors of one person because yeah. there's, I'm pretty sure. And I know you can no, without a doubt. Exactly. Yeah, like without a doubt, I'm not like, you know, and I might've said a, a, a might have oh, joke, like joke, a, joke, joke, yeah, joke. Oh, sounded like a generalized statement. Oh, you know, but like it, like I don't mean anybody like that in a sense. I just mean me personally. Like I'm not in a space to where I can even, you know, comfortably bring a, a, a female to what I got going on, and like with in terms of like to where there's like more of there's more, and then like for me, it's because of the fact that you know, uh, there's you can have love for someone, but it's like where's the loyalty lie, you know, and and there there it goes into that. It's like. The first thing that you said was, this is your friend. You said you were top, her top five on MySpace. And that's what they did to you. So so it's like, she could still have love for you, but she obviously wasn't loyal to the friendship. You know, oh. and that's my problem is that, you know, as I go, as I've gotten older, I've seen a lot of, you know, people are, aren't sure of who they want to be around, aren't sure if they're friends, aren't sure of that stuff. Yeah. So it's like, for me, it's like, I feel like I have a very, you know, touchy lifestyle to where like I can't just be having different energies that are unsure of themselves in terms of like how loyal they are. You know what I'm saying? I can't I can't wonder if you're gonna stab me in the back because I, I addressed feelings I had. <clears throat> okay. You feel me? No, I feel no, I feel you, I feel you. I'm glad that we cleared that up and you just, you know, Jess, we're joking, we're joking, we're joking. There's well, that well that piece not a woman hater. We're not doing that. I love women. Exactly. We're just going through this aspect. And even still, I do not recant or retract what I was just saying to that. I feel like even more, if it's more isolated with you, I want it. I want you to hear these words <clears throat> even more be because I'm not going to let the behaviors <clears throat> and I'll just say this on camera and off camera. I don't know like the total resume. Of, mm -hmm. you know, the females and women you have dealt with. But I refuse as your friend, as this host, and as a human being to let whomever who has interrupted or interrupted your boundaries in your life mm -hmm. dictate what goodness is coming to you in the form of your next girlfriend, your next wife. Because, you know, I hope to, you know, at least be at table five at your wedding. And, oh. <laughs> and my thing is, and my thing is, and my thing is, and this is, and I'm just not speaking this on you because, you know, this bounces a little bit to my situations as well, where it's kind of mm -hmm. like, when did it come to a point where we have to trust a person again? Because at the end of the day, we can protect ourselves all that, all that we want, right? Mm -hmm. But at the end of the day, the person we marry, that one person, right? They're going to hurt us. Not like, the, not to the degree the other people have done. Yeah. But we got to let our guard down to some degree so we can, can get that. Be, become vulnerable. But yeah. You know, and like, it's not that I'm afraid of being vulnerable. It's just that, you know, I feel like there is a space where, you know, you have to be ready to be vulnerable. Ooh, talk and, that shit. You know, and for you to be ready for, to be vulnerable, I feel like, you know, as, you know, for, for some of like the societal, like, stipulations that they, or like things that they put on, on the, like man, in the male side, like you have to have a financial support system. Mm. You know, at least most, like most men, feel like they have to be financially. Oh, supported. oh, yeah, they yeah. Have to be able to financially uh, literate. They have to be financially set, stable. You know, what I'm saying to where they they have a lucrative thing, and then that's kind of like bridges the gap to where like okay, I can bring someone to the table, and if they mess me up or F, or like mess me over, fuck me over. I don't miss out on anything because I had something to, to begin with that is already, you know, successful or growing or doing something, you know. And I feel like, you know, yeah, I feel like that's that's kind of where it's at, you know. Mm -hmm. At least for me right now, it's like I want to get to a point where I'm, you know, built in my career mm -hmm. to where, you know, I can be open to bringing another person's whole piece. Because if I'm not... You know, a full person myself, mm -hmm. I can't bring someone to to fix a missing piece or give me a missing piece because they could take it away. And then where am I at now? Feeling animosity mm -hmm. over something that didn't belong to me because I didn't have my own piece to fill myself. 
Ooh, okay. <laughs> no, 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 no. I'm I'm processing. I'm taking that in. Because what you're saying is so true. And it's not just from a you standpoint. Because I don't want you to feel alone. There's a lot mm. of people who share what you feel. And that is a true thing. And I'm not going to lie to you. I'm seeing that a lot more. We're like... The marriage rates decreasing, you know, people having babies and stuff like that and decreasing because everyone's so caught up and obviously not going to have the numbers and stuff right now. It, the numbers, check the numbers. It's just what people look for in a quality relationship and, you know, bring this back into music. And my thing is like, and I'm definitely not one of those people like, oh, it's video games and music are killing people or things like that. It's just like, I feel like, if I was an artist, I would just be even more responsible when it comes to like some of the things that I put out because a lot of kids they they'll they'll listen to you about you know relationship stuff yeah. before they come talk to me. And you know, and you are certified, <laughs> educated in everything, but you and know. not saying that you're not not saying that you don't know. No, but it's just it's just and the way like, things are. Exactly, and my and I and I'm just speaking just on me. Where like I feel like a, a lot of responsibility in what I do and. And, like, I know people aren't just like me where they're going to take the time where, like, obviously I don't care sometimes how I am perceived by people. But, like, if I'm working with youth or I'm working with people or things like that, I try to be purposeful about what I do and what I put into this, you know, earth and things like that. Mm -hmm. And, like, you know, I, so so it's kind of like sometimes, like, when I am talking to a female or I'm talking to a kid or I'm talking to this, you know, older or younger person, I'm like, all right, this is their first interaction with a person who is all put together that is sane and I want – to speak from a a lens of like hope of hope where like you will find this person this person does exist mm -hmm. i'm not going to ignore there's a lot of bullshit out there so my mm -hmm. thing is you know just speaking on just with you she out there man oh i know this and my thing is i'm gonna tell you right now it might it might it might happen when you're making this new song she might bend the corner and she'd be like I don't care about that new song, you know, because I care about you. And I don't, and like what you do to make your money is just an addition. I'm here for you. Yeah. I mean, personally, I feel like, you know, it won't, like, that's kind of like how I feel. It's like, I feel like until I take that next step or when I take that next step in my career, you know, that's kind of when doors like that is going to be more possible. You know, mm -hmm. what if I meet another female that's an artist that's doing her own thing on the whole different side of the planet? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? It's just like, uh, it'll open up possibilities. You know, I, I always wanted to have a power couple. I see Jay-Z and Beyonce. So it's like, oh, you know, so it's like, uh, if, so, if someone don't have Beyonce type of like You don't need Beyonce. <laughs> you don't need, I'm going to say it right now. Okay, Beehive. Beehive. <laughs> You don't need Rihanna. No, I'm just saying, I get where you're going with the power couple. You don't need Beyonce. You don't need Rihanna. <laughs> I, we can all <laughs> we can only speculate. If those are very, you know, we. I can only speculate. Actually, no, we can only speculate about their relationships. And this is speaking just from like a celebrity thing where it's kind of like one beehive, Rihanna hive, don't come for me. They're great women. They make great music where it's kind of like the reason why. And this is just me. And we're just having a dope ass conversation. I sometimes cringe when people are like I want the Jay-Z and Beyonce because I'm like, it's like, it's very to me, like, that's not what a modern day relationship looks like because once again, not counting your future bags or things like that. We're like, we're, it's almost kind of like the Drake thing when Drake was like, oh, I'm taking this girl to Dodger Stadium, things like that. And you got other dudes being like, well, I can't do that. So I really can't be in a wholesome relationship. And then you have chicks and, you know, other people, non-binary, gay, lesbian, all things like you have, I mean, you know, and working. It, they're like, yeah, you got to do that for me. Um, No, he took time or she took time out of their day to make this special. It's the thoughts that count. Yeah. And my thing is like, and I feel like we get trapped within that. And my thing is, you know, once again, not shutting anything like they're saying, where it's kind of like, I want to see what it looks like with, you know, Swago and, and and Mariah. And not meaning like Mariah the singer, but like who, like whoever oh, that is. See, and that's what I feel like there's a confusion there because like when I mean Jay-Z and Beyonce, okay, okay. I relate that almost to my parents. Really? My parents are a power couple. 
oh. parents compete for who who brings in the most bread. You know, like really, like yeah. So it's like you know, my mom's a senior vice president in her company. My dad owns his own company. Damn. So 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 like that's what I mean. You know, I got parents that kind of set that tone to where like you know I had a sister I was competing with with everything. You know what I'm saying? So it's like there was no sex type of or gender roles yeah. gender boundaries like my mom cooked my but my dad cleaned you know what i'm saying so it's like oh shit my dad owns it yeah so it's just like like my dad is a very neat freak with it so yeah. you know he, cle- he makes sure everything's clean you know what i'm saying all the time but it's like that's you know apparently not looked at right but that's what i'm saying like i grew up in a dynamic to where like like everything was an open mindset you know what i'm saying like mm. i grew up in a where all you had to do was do your best. And, you know, obviously there's, you know, Nigerian expectation that my best must be touching the sky. <laughs> so, like, you know, if I'm... <laughs> like, do your best. But but I expect you to touch the sky if you do, you know? Yeah. So there's that. But, like, with, you know, just growing up in the household I did, I you know, I've seen... I have successful women in my household. Mm. I have successful men in my household. Mm. You know, and... That's kind of, you know, that's kind of the dynamic I grew up. So, so that's kind of like what I, it attracts me as a successful woman. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Not oh, someone that needs me to be successful for her to be successful. Okay. So that's kind of, and that kind of like throws me off, you know. In this day and age? In this day and age, in the city. You know? I want to commend you so much for, you know, feeling comfortable to tell me that that's what you look at when you say like Jay-Z and Beyonce and like your first example comes from, you know, you know, shout out to mom, shout out to dads because, you know, look, look, look at your home cooking. You feel me? Look at your home cooking. It's on the play no games podcast. And my thing is I appreciate that. Now I know where you're coming from Yeah. and adding that context and like, I can see why you're having that struggle and even still. And I, I, and, and I know your folks got together in a good era and things like that, but even still, if you keep working towards your blessings, and my thing is, I know, and this I'm speaking for you, we've got blinders on, focusing on our bags, but you can still have one of them open and being like, all right, she's following this checklist. Like, she did this, she did that. And my thing is, she's, you know, she's showing that, you know, mm-hmm. I'm worth it. And my thing is, because I would hate for you to get to the top of your career and we'll say, <clears throat> we'll say, Let's say you got two number one hits already out there, right? You already been on the Breakfast Club, you know. Uh, you know, Roy and Marl tried to. When I have two one number one hits, two number one. When I when I have two, listen, not if when I when I get two. Oh, I, when I get two. Did I say if? I don't know. I said when you get number. Wait. I said when you get two number twos. I don't think you said when. I said, when you get two number twos. All right. Do you want me to roll the tape back? You got the receipts. I, got, I have the receipts. <laughs> and in and, and the fact that I did, I will say, I will walk that back. When you get that, I'm going to double down when you do it. I just try to remove if from the vocabulary. No, no worries. And my no thing ifs. is, and hey, on the show, I'm willing to admit my mistakes on air. If you did, because... Or if oh I got him I when got you him. made your mistake <laughs> we may have to keep that, that keep, that's funny that's funny we have to keep that whole thing hopefully I said the wrong thing so this can make it funny Robert hopefully he said the wrong thing when you have two number hits right two number one hits right my thing is my fear is I hope I'm still in your corner to say the same thing to you like don't get me wrong. You know, if mom, you know, shout out to mom's dad if they watch this, you know, your son gonna have some fun, you know, but I'm, you know, make sure. But I'm just saying, like, when you get tired from that, right? And like a good chick comes your way and you, you know, and you throw her to the crew and things like that, and you have this, like, oh man, I don't know if I, you know, trust her and things like that or anything like that, and you tell me everything she's done for you, I promise you, I'm gonna be your person to be like, yo. Take that risk. If anything, like my thing, my problem is I don't want your trust to get so whittled down. My problem is that I'm too trusting. Mm. So that's my problem is that that's why I, I be so hesitant now is because I be too trusting to give people the benefit of the doubt and like kind of lower my expectations. And it's like I shouldn't be looking to lower my expectations for a partner at least in this 
point in time. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Or not necessarily like lower my expectations, but I feel like I'm settling. You know what I'm saying? And I don't want to do that. You know, I don't want to have to scale myself back and I haven't even reached my full. You know, so scaling this part of me back already is like, you know, because sometimes, you know, you might be too much for someone in terms of like just everything you got going on. You know, especially for right now with my career, I'm doing R&B music. I have shows, I have shoots, you know, I might have models with me all, you know, here and there all the time. You know what I'm saying? To have that kind of, you know, for me, that was a big problem in my last relationship, you know, just mm -hmm. having, you know, women in, around me, mm -hmm. you know, and it's <clears> like they might be homegirls or whatever, but it's like, you know. So for people who are listening to listening to this, right, and let me just, I want to play devil's advocate for females. What would you do? in a relationship to make your person like there's a difference. Obviously you're not doing anything right. Mm -hmm. Like that. We're saying that, but even still when we're not doing certain things, there's certain things you have to do to like, let your, you know, your girl or your guy who, or whatever type of relationship one has know that we're cool. Like yeah. don't, you don't have to worry about this. So you as a R&B artist, and we have an idea of what your lifestyle is. Mm -hmm. What are some things you, you do to make, you know, that you will make a potential partner feel comfortable with? You're like, all right, I'm going on these shoes. You, I mean, we're shoot. Good. One, I mean, I'll, I am, like, I'm open to have you around on my arm every second. Oh. <laughs> so that's, I, like, I'm one of those dudes, you know what I'm saying? Like, if I had, like, if I had a story, like, like, when I, when I had one, like, that was, you know what I'm saying? Like, there was not anything that she wanted to know that I wouldn't tell her. She wanted to look at my phone. Go ahead, look at my phone. You, oh, shoot. You like, I'm no not, problem. like, I don't have any, like, because I'm too busy to begin with. You know what I'm saying? So, like, <laughs> whatever you're worried about, you're going to be upset because, like, it's nothing to be worried about. And that's usually kind of what happened. You know, mm -hmm. oh, who is this? I don't know her. And then she, you know, she finds out she don't know me either. I, I ain't never talked to her. It's like, you know what I'm saying? But it's just like, you know, I don't really have anything to hide. So, for me, like, all I do is, all I usually did was just, like, act like my dad, which is just shower, shower my mom with love and whatever, you know what I'm saying? So, like, I didn't really understand, like, I don't really understand the disloyalty and all of that. Like, there's so many trust issues. I mean, I do understand now, mm -hmm. after, you know, my last relationship, I understand mm -hmm. trust issues and all of that. But, like, yeah, I don't, I'm not a person that would make you feel insecure unless... You kind of had insecurities already. Okay. And like, yeah, if that makes sense. No, 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 that, no, that makes sense. That makes sense because that's the work that someone else has to do. Yeah. But what I'm hearing from you is your mistakes by Usher. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so what I'm hearing from you is you are a big, affectionate person. You're very open and you're like, and I don't hear a lot of guys saying this, look at my phone, or like, I'm going to be at the shoot, come through. Like Literally, come through. <laughs> Literally, come through. So I can, so we could just, be ch so I could, yeah. don't have to talk to nobody. <laughs> you know, he, okay. He's with his girl over there. Like, you won't bother you. Like, that's, that stuff is nice. Like, okay. Especially like, you know, like being in a public setting where like everybody is kind of curious or, you know, where people want, you know, saying, ha having like public privacy is nice, you know. Mm. And you can't really do that if you're by yourself or with your boys. Because if you're with your boys, they always try to bring the shorties around. Whoa, I don't okay. do that. It's all good. You know what I'm saying? If the shoe, if you, if the shoe don't fit, you don't got to wear it, man. Whoa. <laughs> hey, man, those looking like my size, man. Hey, hey, hey. <laughs> uh -huh. Oh, oh, oh y'all, he got the forces on. They, they black. black force bro. activity. Bro, black might, air bro, force. He's going to fight me, bro. He gonna, <laughs> I never, I got to, oh. <laughs> <laughs> black air force. Hey, I got, I got, I can't, I can't be too spicy right now, bro. Like, I can't, I got to give him the softball question. You got to put like a little, like right there. You got to, like the static, like technical difficulties. <laughs> We're, the, we're back. Hey, that's not how my budget just yet. Bro. I'll see. I'll see. I'll see. I'll see what I can do. Oh, my gosh. So, uh, at this time, it's time for a shameless plug time. Um, oh, man. We are over the commercial hour, but it's okay. We're at, Wow. See, that's what happens when you have dope-ass conversations. And, like, you're just like, this is how I know I love what I do. Because, like, I got so ingrained in, like, like, just, like, what you were talking about. But, anywho, shameless plug hour. 
Um, if you made it halfway through this video, what? Thank you. Have you hit that subscribe button? Have you found me on Instagram? At Have you? No, they haven't. At lookhere.fir on Instagram and play no games on Apple Podcasts. Is it F-I-R or F-R-I? F-R-I? Yeah. Yeah, it's lookhere.fri. Did I say it wrong? You, yeah, you kept saying. Okay. You even started with saying F-I-R. Okay. I was like. F-R. I've been drinking. <laughs> Look so here, you are a Beyonce it. fan. <laughs> I <laughs> so you the truth, the truth. Follow me. Look here. Dot fri. There it is. Oh, it's, see, that's how you know you're a true friend. He, they correct you when you're wrong and all that stuff. And if you can't find, if you can't find that, at least follow me on Instagram. Um, not Instagram, but on Apple Podcasts, um, Spotify, and Anchor. And then, last but not least. You know, yo, I'm just gonna speak this into existence. You're you're bored. It's a Friday, Saturday night. Sway goes out of town. You can't go to a show. You know where you can go to hang out and party? Downtown at Slavacitos. You know who pops up at Slavacitos? Your boy Bob Gill. And if you ever go down there and you're looking for a great meal, talk to my guy. I'm not gonna say his name, but just go to Slavacitos. Portland. Great music there. Great, great dude. music there. DJ Yannick. Shout out DJ Yannick. Yo. That's a dude. All I gotta say is mention my name, Rob. Mention the pl- uh mention the podcast, play no games. I ain't, I ain't gonna say some shit gonna happen, but you just know you're gonna saying, be like, good, kinda, you know, <laughs> good company. But you know, awesome time. Um, so obviously those bar and grill, great food, great time, and a fusion of black and Latin hip hop, more Latin first than the blackness, but we all love it. We're bringing some Afro in there, though. Oh, whoa. A lot of Afro. Whoa, okay. Yeah. Oh, they expanded. Okay. Come on. Oh, man. Uh, but, you know, you know who you are. Shout out to uh, Suavecito's Bar and Grill. And um, that's our second shameless plug. But, you know, I'm going to say this right now. It's disrespectful. It's disrespectful that you made it through this video and you haven't followed this man. Oh. You haven't followed this man on Apple Music, Spotify, you on SoundCloud? Uh, not really. I am, but I'm. Yeah. Apple Music, Whoa. Instagram. Mm. Follow my guy Swago. I'm going to butcher this because I have a problem with enunciation, but I'm going to try because I love you, and you're going to correct me if I'm wrong. S W E is hyphenated G O. Yeah. Yes, I did it. He's <laughs> not hyphenated on all platforms though. That's just that's just like my you know what I'm saying? Oh, like on all platforms is just solid E. Okay. Yeah. If you haven't, let me tell you. This guy, lurking legend. This is this is gonna happen. This is gonna happen. He's gonna take the West Coast by storm. <laughs> then after the West Coast, Midwest, <laughs> and then we got one more coast to go, East Coast. <laughs> And you want to be a part. See, you don't want to be one of your friends. You'd be like, oh, oh, I, I knew about Swaggle. I knew about this. Know about him right now. Y'all see what happened to Blast? Jeez. This guy. He's next. Great music. Great feel goods. Great all around. Follow my guy. All the all his bios, links, and stuff in the description. And also, follow him on the gram. He hilarious. Uh, at Prince of P-Town. Ooh. I I like you said I gave you the alley oop because I was like, oh, it's not that. <laughs> it's not Swaggo. But please follow myself, Suavecito, and Swaggo, Prince of P Town, on Instagram. And that's our shameless plug hour. Now, moving into, I, um, I really, I've been gearing the audience to like our new flow. And you're, and this is me and me more, more my fault. I've been kind of like everywhere. I feel like this is like one of my old school podcasts where I'm just going off feelings and things like that. And it's going like that. I at least want to take it back to music because after like plugging you and things like that, I kind of just wanted to go back to music. Now, you know, I ain't going to ask for no, you know, some sneak peeks or anything <laughs> like, you know, you're going to drop some music on the show. I don't know if you're going to do that. you be the first person to do that. You know what I'm saying. But I want to ask you, is there any music you've been working on? Yes, sir. Any new feelings? Honestly, uh, I've been having uh, mixed feelings this summer. Uh, just between, I've been uh, dancing along, around a lot of genres to a point where I've just been letting the summer kind of slip by me. Oh. I haven't, I haven't figured out which genre to kind of like launch the summer with. 
Okay, okay. Um, whether it's Afro or like some some real R and B or like old school R and B or just going straight just party pop. Okay, okay. You know, so uh, we got some cool things coming up at the end of the month, and I'm ex- I'm excited. Okay. I'm so excited to kind of release that. It's been some time, been some, a few months since I released a new track, and I think it's I think it's time I get one out there. Okay. I ain't gonna tell you the genre though. Okay. Or oh, can we at least get the name? Is the name ready? Okay. I will like, shoot. Wall to wall. Oh. oh okay. That's, that's that's the single, and then we got a feature one with me and uh, Young Tilla. We haven't linked up since uh, Get Your Drip Up. Okay. And that was my biggest single, so we're excited for this one. Um, it's called Prada Bay. Cause baby, hey, everybody needs a Prada Bay. Oh, I ain't got none of that Prada, but I sure can find me a Bay. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So, you're not going to give us a drum. That's fine. Now, bro, you know what I do for a living? We talked about feelings. So, can you at least talk about the feels of these songs? Like, can you talk to feels? Yeah, no, with the, well, shoot. Yeah, okay. <laughs> Prada Bay, you know, that's that one's more of a um, old or not old school. It's more of a uh, I'll probably say it's it's medium tempo. It's cool. It's like an R and B song. Okay. Uh, it's it's like a like holler at holler at shorty like. The hook is like, damn, that's a Uber's on the way. I got a Spanish mama calling me like on the lay. She love it when I blow the bag. That's my Prada Bay. Shady, you know why I came? I ain't here to stay. Exclusive, you know exclusive. I mean? So it's like it's kind of like talking your shit while you know just kind of like singing, singing to the shorties, singing to the ladies, you know, doing your thing and just kind of being, kind of almost like a little low key flex, you know. Okay. Cause that one, and then we got a wall to wall song. That one, you know. Tell I, me, you probably, just tell me the feel. Just tell me the feel. You might as well. You could tell. I mean, wall to wall. You know, that's that's kind of like you could tell it's gonna be club with it. Okay. It's gonna have the club. We're gonna be very. It's gonna be pretty upbeat. It's, it's all. So like direct deposit just hit. Yeah, and you yeah. acting and you acting wild. Oh, okay. Like the hook just can't go on the wall because the bad there's it from wall to wall. <laughs> Ooh. <laughs> Hey, hey, I, I, maybe, I'll, maybe I'm getting, you know, be a better interviewer. Maybe I should, you know, minor, but you know, I got us a little exclusive. And like, hey, man, he, he pried it out of me. Hey, let's go. <laughs> so one of the things I want to kind of throw at you and too as well, we're like, um, you have a hell of a following here. You have a hell of a following on. Um, of, what do you call it? Sorry, brain dead. I was gonna say I don't know why I was thinking SoundCloud. I always do this when I have. I'm like, yeah, you're on SoundCloud. I'm, see, that's how old I am. Uh, <laughs> uh, no, Apple Music, right? Where like you know, I see, you know, I've seen your top and things like that. Where like I, I'm curious because you have you have the cloud around here. What about? I'm just curious. When does an artist of your status think about traveling? Going to different places, different cities to like, I don't want to say, I don't want to boil this down to like an anime where like, ah, you know, I've conquered this. And I'm like, now I got to, you know, go go it. to a Philly or go to like a, a Houston where like, you know, I'm pretty sure, you know, once again, and I'm not one, not counting your pockets or things like that, where it's kind of like at the end of the year, we get like a breakdown where like I got niggas in Iceland listening to me. And that's weird. Like I got one nigga in Iceland listening to me where it's kind of like, have you ever thought about. Let's just say your breakdowns, Houston, Louisiana, Atlanta. Have you ever thought about, like, going and visiting and things like that? No, I mean, that's basically uh, the point of, uh, you know, me travel or honestly, like, that's the plan, you know, just kind of reaching out to a lot of my listeners. You know, Portland isn't even my highest listener city. So, you know. I'm curious. What's your highest listen? I'm, I'm sorry to cut you off. I just got to know. Rabbit brain. I'd have to check again. I haven't checked in like a week, but before it was like um, my top three was between. Um, uh, I think it was, like I think I had like Cal like like my three states was California, then Tech California, Texas, and Oregon. Oh. And then from there, I think my cities. Uh, Portland was number three. I think Seattle was number one. Ooh. Or like Seattle was up there, and then like San Diego was a big spot. Portland, yeah. what the? F- oh no, Portland's doing a lot better. Okay. Like there's there's a point in time where Portland was like number fifteen on my list, and okay. like I was just like, oh, y'all don't like me. 
<laughs> I was like, oh, okay, you know. But you know, as as the times is growing, I'm you know making more and more of an impact in the city. You know, I don't really feel like there's a there's a oh I, now I can go. It's more of just like okay, I should go now, do some other things out there, and then come back with whatever I you know grow how I grow because I feel like you know here it's like not that it's a small pond or I'm a big fish. It's just that I'm a fish that needs a bigger pond, and I don't care what that means. Oh, okay, humble. I, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. I don't care what that means. You know, I wanna, I wanna be able to explore. I wanna be able to travel. I feel like a lot of my music comes off of influence and experience. Mm. You know, I'm not one of those people that can kind of like fabricate a story. Like, I have to literally be there. You know, and I feel like a lot of artists kind of do that as well nowadays. And that's kind of how you identify because it's like you could kind of tell when someone's not living what they're seeing. You know, but. You can tell when someone's like really feels what they're saying because you know that's them. They're talking about themselves. Like you, you always like you said in the beginning. It's like you're relaying the person's actual feelings. You know, you can tell. So you know, I mean, one thing they say for certain, and even in the Bible, they say a prophet's not welcome in their own hometown. So a lot of people, you know, feel like you know they take the animosity and they're like, oh. I want to leave, I want to do all that, but it's like, you know, at least for me, I feel like I, I want to be able to, you know, leave knowing that I'm still creating an impact as I'm gone, and when I come back, I, there's still uh, from places for me to pick up, or, you know, something to take, you know, mm-hmm. to keep taking advantage of in terms of, like, just keep progressing the overall status of my hometown, you know, my hometown, so it's like, I can't have another hometown mm-hmm. you know, outside of Nigeria, Shout out Anambra State. I'm saying Ibukwenu. Y'all might not know what that means. Look it up. <laughs> I was gonna ask, but he said, "Look it up." I, I, the man said he's got black air forces. I'm not making him repeat himself. <laughs> <laughs> as we continue, <laughs> whatever you say, sir. <laughs> all right. So, all right. So we can. So you're gonna be around this. You know, you're gonna be. You know, you're going to be doing a little something. Yeah. I'm going to be in and out. I'm going to be out and about. I'm going to be around, but not. Okay, okay. <laughs> I was just curious because, you know, um, and I'm just going to speak more so as like a music fan where it's kind of like sometimes you're like, and I'll just equate it to like Blast where like when Bino and Blast made their mixtape, my friend was like, oh, have you heard these guys from the West Coast? And sometimes I always think where like did Blast and Bino ever tour or did they just blow up and then after they blew up after the you know six tape not the number two that came out then they toured and vice versa and like and that's just and that's to be honest that's where like the question like really like came from where like i have a you know like a genuine you know friend and like you know like i told you like anytime you'll have me in the studio i would love to see how you work because mm-hmm. like i feel like and this is for people like you got to find people who are good at different crafts and you have to see their work ethic for how they do certain things. Because that, like you're saying, you're looking for inspiration. Like me seeing you in your happy place will help me be like, all right, is this how I look when I'm in my zone? Mm-hmm. And like watching, it's like people don't understand when you watch people happen in love or making a love connection with family or people who are genuinely happy about doing something they're doing, you just, it's like this air and energy and like I want to be around shit like that and like that's why when you're like oh you know hey what do you think about this you know Rob blah 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 and I said this and like and you gave me that invitation I like jumped at it because like I want to be around that type of energy because I'm mm-hmm. like this is a person at their peak or not peak maximum but like one of their peaks in their life where like they're just so happy they don't care about this this or that they're just I want to create something and I just want to be around stuff like that and you know that's the creation mindset versus the competitive. You know that's if you really if, if you want to look that up. Not you, but you know the viewers. Oh, me too, bro. Hey. Me too. Me too. <laughs> you know that's that's a that's a mindset that has been talked about in terms of success for a lot of people. Creation versus uh, competitive. You know when you're create you keep, when you when you have the mindset of creation. You know it's it's all abundance. You know you can't really run out. You, no one can really take from you because whatever they take from you. It can be replaced, replenished. It doesn't, you know, you can always create. No one can take away your ability to create, you know. 
People can argue your ability to compete. They can opinion. You know what I'm saying? There's yeah. so much things about competition that that is limited. You know, it's a it limits your your overall mindset on what you're capable of doing because you're thinking that someone is stopping you from doing something, or you know, you're stopping. You know what I'm saying? There's something an external force. But if you're creative and you really believe in abundance, like you just believe things will come to you. And the things that come to you, they're for you. And if they come and go, they're not for you. You know what I'm saying? And more things will come and go because you just believe that in your whole heart. You know what I'm saying? It's it's almost like driving on a dark road. It's like you got you see the first fifty feet in front of you. It doesn't mean you turn and and park because you can't see the rest of the road. Mm-hmm. You already know there's a the rest of the road. So it's like, you know. You can't, you can't, you can't have that mindset that the road running out or someone else is taking taking yeah. some of your path in from you. Yeah. You know? Whew. Okay. Okay. Well, let's just. Ooh. <laughs> Anywho, uh, <laughs> messing up my own equipment. So, wow. Well said. Well said. We'll end on this point. So, today's show, I felt like we've encompassed a lot of different things. And I want you to keep it a buck with me, okay? Because mm-hmm. I want people, if you haven't gotten some nutrients or some jewels from this, I don't know, you, you haven't been listening. I want to leave on this note because I want to breathe some positivity onto you and I want to breathe positivity. <clears throat> I want to breathe positivity onto, you know, people I care about. I want to see, want to see good, do good and well in all areas of life, career, relationships, family, all that stuff is <clears throat> the hope that, you know, like you're saying that abundance, things will happen. And I just want, you know, if I have my untimely demise, we got this on tape. I want you to do well. The good, the bad, the ugly is going to happen, but you will see it through. You will find that chica. You will find, not not even find, you will get the, not even, not even get that. People will see you doing what you love, and you will get that recognition, even though that you already know you're doing good stuff. Other people will finally see that, and you don't need their validation. You already know that. And then third and foremost, you're continually being that good human being that I know that you want other people to see do well and good. And I just want to at least breathe that onto you and then leave with this. What kind of hopes? And I'll just leave it open-ended. doesn't have to be your relationships. doesn't have to be about your career. What kind of hopes are you wanting? Because manifestation, if we don't say it into the universe, it can't happen. And that's, I at least want to start it with having those things happen for you. What is something that you want to put out in this universe before we shut down today? He busy. Oh, that's that's Beyonce calling. <laughs> uh, um, honestly, what I want to put out into the world is probably just, you know, you might have to repeat the question. Man. So, manifest. No, you're fine. Manifestation. Manifestation, you know, I just want, you know, like if I if I want to just call anything to myself, I'll just I'll call a Grammy. Okay, know? I'll do that. You know, also I'll just call for peace in my city. You know, what I'm saying I want to manifest peace in my city. I want to manifest like you know opportunities for for my people, and I think that's how everything's kind of looking out. You know, looking now, we have a lot of figureheads that are take that are you know grinding behind the scenes, doing whatever they can to be prepared for uh, a cultural shift or wherever um, Portland's uh, music scene is kind of taking off or taking towards. You know, and I think you know the the right people will be in front of that to create opportunities for people to to find peace. You know, and that's the main thing. You know, that's that's the main thing is that we're all pursuing is that we're trying to find emotional peace, trying to find mm-hmm. all of those different things, peace in our mind, peace in our in our habitat, peace in our just like our environment. You mm-hmm. know, 
to where you don't feel hostility or you don't feel animosity. You know what I'm saying? And, you know, that's kind of what I want to breathe into, just like my platform. Yeah, and as I'm growing, you know, like that's I just want to keep, you know, being in control of the mindset of my platform, you know, so that people know what kind of like what is at the table when you come to come my way, you know. Whew. Well, I think I know I'm gonna name this episode now. What's up? The Grammy goes to I now I know I'm gonna name this episode. All right, that thank you, and I just want to also. Pushing you over the edge too. You're gonna get that Grammy. Amen. I'm second person. To, I don't know if you've told anyone else, but I feel like I'm the second person to double down on this. But yes, 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 yes. <laughs> entourage, entourage. Hey, God said it first. So third, yes, third place, third place. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, you know, but <laughs> I joke, I joke. But on a serious note, like on a super serious note, I'm there for your dreams, and like Big Sean says. I pray that you get everything that you've been wanting. And I know you're going to get that because you pray for it. And it's signs he'll deliver. Because, you know, we were talking about if and when is when he, is when he's going to get that blessing for you. Bro, that is our running gag now. <laughs> this has been the Play No Games podcast. And I had the wonderful lurking legend that's going to be taking over from coast to coast. Swago in the building. Yes, sir. And this has been Play No Games. Play no games. <laughs> Probably wonder if I think of you. Sorry, I'm for the bag right now. Yeah, I'm for the bag right now. Yeah, for the bag that I never had. Yeah, you probably mad right now. Yeah, I got a two piece now. Shit, I think they call them groupies now.